Hey guys, Tomas here. Um, give you a little recap of the episode you're about to listen to. Uh, just straight up fair warning. There was a lot of giggles and uh, sometimes the volume fluctuates a little bit. But um, we talk pot, drugs of all kinds, creativity and kind of what that means in our, in our minds on a weekly basis. Um, loving being in the shits or the weeds, however you want to call it. Um, the good and the bad sides of, of our egos and how that plays a role in our day-to-day. Um, words of wisdom from batshit crazy chefs. Figuring out boundaries in an ever-changing food scene. Um, and and certainly some management styles. But um, without further ado, um, let's get at the episode. And um, it was an absolute pleasure to have Matt Parker Max Taylor on for a second time. And he'll be back again soon. Until then, we love you lots. Ciao. Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. Think about it. Think about it. Attention. <laughs> <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, son. We have started. <laughs> it's me, John, our guest for the show. Oh, it's on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing the we're not doing the delayed reaction anymore because we have okay. the intro now. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, Matt's just, back. Matt's I'm back for our monthly. Back. Well, we're we're gonna try and have you in on a monthly tip. It's been more than a month. I think. Yeah, but like COVID, so okay. but also like you know fuck COVID now. So like, yeah. so you guys at least mentioned me once ep- once an episode. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes yeah, me you, feel nice. You get a lot of shoutouts. Yeah. Boost your ego a little bit. No, it's <laughs> just nice. It's like I get to listen to it on my day off, and then I hear you guys talking about me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, they do love they me. They care. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do care. We do love you. Well, That's and right. like last week too, as as mentioned, I was just like, just fucking, just just come on. Also, I got a text from fucking Marla last night saying she wants to just do a John and Marla solo podcast. She was very drunk last night. Which, like, no, I no, said no. I wasn't going to talk about it. She's just like, don't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Literally, was the first thing I said. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you're going to be on Sorry, podcast. Sorry, Marla, Marla, it's a shit-talking episode. We're just, yeah. we're just, we're giggling and we're talking shit. So, like, I think, but seriously, I think that would be a fucking wicked idea because. Let's do it. Like, I'm no, gonna, but last time when she was on. Like you were the most open you've ever fucking been, and I was like, I'll I'll just give you the mic for a week, yeah. and you can go fucking record with her, or like, yeah, if you I'll, like her I'll, so much, you can just fucking yeah. do podcast. <laughs> yeah. What do you marry her? Yeah, what do you mean marry her? Marry her, fucking hell. Um, no, yeah. but like, but you fucking um, you did. You opened up so so much, and it was awesome. And I was like, okay, cool. Like that's fine. I'll bring the I'll bring my laptop over and the mic, and then we'll just give it to you, Marla, and. Mm-hmm. Matt and I will go for a fucking walk and take Milo and I don't know, go smoke yeah. a joint or something. Probably not because you don't smoke a lot of weed. But I do actually. Have are, you, are, you bad, are you? Are you? Yeah. Are you on Almost the every now? night now. Get out of yeah. here. Because uh, fucking up top <laughs> attic brains. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no. been really like the guy. The guy I that I work with. The guy that I work with, Steve. He smokes pot every day, and nice. basically, uh, I think cucumber? it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went He's to my dad's. Guy. I went to my dad's place the other day, yeah. and his ex girlfriend grows field weed, and he was like, "Here, try some." And Is I that tried like it. Field arugula we had at Sakai Bar. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Large, exactly chunky. Like. A little more chunky, chunky, no. <laughs> oh, a little dry. 
Anyways, it was the wrong. It was like uh, I, I don't know. It's like sativa and the other one. I forget what they Indica. call Indica. it. Indica. Indica is bedtime weed. Sativa is um, productive weed. Yeah. So I me. don't like the bedtime stuff, and it like really fucks fucks with me. Yeah, yeah. So I smoked it, and I like did the same amount that I usually do for like the normal or the stuff that I usually smoke yeah. of my dad's weird field weed, and it was not a good time. So I like gave Steve some. He just gave me like a couple things that, he, and it lasts me forever because I only yeah. like take one thing. So for anybody listening, if you do drugs, you go to hell. Just, <laughs> just true. putting that on the table. Aren't we? Everybody all? also listening. John and I have smoked a couple of drinks together. So you're going to hell, John. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I'm, I'm I was already going to hell. I was all, the thing is, <laughs> I was already going to hell. I was so already there. Me. Can we talk about for the, like obviously you know Matt and I are fucking um, old partiers like we used to party a lot um you still drink and that's cool but like i wasn't able to do that but it's like i um maybe i will one day who knows but um fucking can we talk about for a second how people that think booze isn't a drug are fucking retarded yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i i would use different words but yeah definitely <laughs> absolutely classic meatball thoughts <laughs> what is yeah. like Tom Tom saying something absolutely abrasive, and John John saying I would use di- di- different words, but yes, yeah, I, agree. I agree. Okay, but like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it seems so okay. okay. Maybe sure, I shouldn't have said retarded, but like, um, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely it's ridiculous, ridiculous because I, I would say it's ridiculous. <laughs> there you go. Some 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 John John appropriate fucking terminology. Um, <laughs> For sure. Can you imagine? Okay, like it's one of the only things that you can with die from with if you. I mean, cigarettes are the same, right? Huh. Cigarettes are, uh... No. I mean, it's... Similar. A, nicotine is a drug, yes, but, like, you can't die from just overtly stopping. Like, yeah, some, someone true, whose body true. is dependent on cigarettes yeah, can just stop it. and is really uncomfortable for, you know, a while. Yeah, yeah, but, like, but someone who's, need, like, who's dependent on alcohol, it, yeah. even in prison they give you, like, small doses to, like, wean you off of that shit. Yeah. Like, heroin, never done it, but I've heard... If you stop it, I mean, I've, I've done, I've done no, pretty much everything else out of the sun. But yeah. um, heroin is like, like if you stop it, you feel like you're gonna die, but you're not actually gonna die, and you okay. could like your heart could mm-hmm. have like palpitations, and like that could so it's like, it's like death adjacent. Yeah. But like, but like you did like your body with alcohol is like legitimately yeah. needs it yeah. to survive. Also, mm-hmm. And then I hear, I have, I've had conversations with a couple of people in recent months where they're just like, no, I don't, in, in my brain, I'm like, but your brain is fucked, mm-hmm. if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just what we're used to, I'm not going right? to, I'm not going to call it my direct friend, because I think she kind of listens to the podcast drug. sometimes, so. It's a social accept- socially acceptable drug. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think and we're like, going to see that with weed in the next, you know, 10 years. as since People dying been, from weed? No. No, 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 not at all, but just the way that we think about it, and it's, I think weed's going to become, because it's still something that, you know, if you see, like, like when I look at all the dispensaries, as somebody who doesn't, like, really smoke a lot of weed, uh, yeah, like, wow, this I'm looks like, wow, you know, like, <laughs> uh, uh, maybe I invested like, my money improperly, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Aim stop. It feels like, it's, it still feels, uh, uh taboo, too stupid, too stupid or, stocks. Well, we're not, no matter what happens on this podcast, we're not going to talk about stocks. Stonks. Stonks. No, there will be no, um, no, sorry, uh, continue though. You're, um, yeah, I just think (laughs) that we're like cutting you off the entire time. Yeah. Well, the, you know, classic podcast. What else is new? (laughs) We cut each other off. We cut each other off. Um, yeah, I just feel like in the next 10 years, uh, I think probably weed's going to lose all of its uh, 
taboo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to become like I cigarettes. Where actually, at this point, cigarettes are probably going to become more in ten years. I think people are going to they like, already are more taboo than pot. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least at least as far yeah, obviously depends on you're yeah. talking. If you're talking to like a seventy five year old person who thinks that weed is like fucking the worst thing in the world, the it's devil's like devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told you this. I mentioned this. Eyes as red as the devil's dick. Um, <laughs> what movie is it from? Uh, wow, that's graphic. Damn it. Um, Big Lebowski, I think, maybe. Um, anyways. Um, no, but like a seven. Like my, if my nana was still alive and coherent, because Alzheimer's kind of kicked her ass. But fuck. <laughs> uh, she she would probably be in the similar boat where I mean she would never overtly say it but she'd be like no pot's the devil it's like it's really bad for you it's like but your generation smoked cigarettes in hospitals like what (laughs) (laughs) what? and in airplanes and yeah and like every and like cigarettes were just a thing like your husband smoked a pipe indoors for like until he died it's like my dad told me an amazing story last night that i had never heard from him so my father's uh view on drugs is very lenient uh when i was in grade seven (laughs) When I was in grade seven, he gave me the talk, and he basically sat me down at lunch one time, and he said, I've done every single drug except for heroin, um, what are the other bad ones? Meth. And there's one other one. He's probably done some meth, he just didn't know it. Yeah, maybe he just didn't know. Um, (laughs) He's just like, he's like, I don't recommend... If you've done in Toronto, you've probably done meth. (laughs) Yeah, in the 80s? Yeah, you never know. Uh, 80s Um, probably not. Maybe it was a little more pure back then, but... Yeah. So he, uh, he's like, I don't recommend any of them besides weed and shrooms that was in grade seven i had not tried either at this yeah. time and i was like I mean, okay sure dad woo. that's that's like a legit for yeah. kind of a thing anyways continue yeah um so anyways he's very lenient he smokes a lot of weed smokes a lot of hash drinks a lot hash is good and times. after that matt You'd never did like any drugs yeah work. yeah i've never done any drugs guys <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I would, you think i would like hash i don't even know what hash is it's, I have no it's a of condensed version of like the weed that they like compacted into like this like brick of concentrate, but it's weed. like, but yeah, yeah kind of. You can you can make hash with with a, with a sous vide. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> people have scienced it, and I've I've read some years ago. Uh, <laughs> years ago. <laughs> um, I mean, I forget now because I smoke a just, lot of pot. But, is, but is it's just THC. It's like weed. It's like yeah, shit. but it's like a body buzz. Like it's body not. Buzz. It doesn't fuck you in the mind as much. But like your body is. But you got it's. Because I'm already fucked. It in the smokes mind. best like, with like fucking tobacco. So like you take you take a cigarette, a little bit of a cigarette, and you put it out, and then you like crumble up the hash, and then because it like burns in like chunks. Okay. It, it can't be ground. It's like. Um, Almost like putty. Pipe? Almost yeah. like putty. Okay. Um, but like a lot harder. Like dabs? Kinda. See, I know what drugs are. But like... <laughs> so my dad's telling he me this story, before. right? He says, well, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like waiting. Like tangents, my bad. And, so he's telling me this story. Um, he went to... He was just like, oh yeah, this one time, he was telling me this story about how we're somehow it came up in dinner conversation that you know i had never been arrested and then my dad's like well i got fucking loser he's like he's like telling me he's just like he's like yeah i've never been arrested either but he's like i got real close one time i was like oh yeah what would you do and he's tell, talking about how he used to deal drugs in uh in uh, university and they he really had like that the cops yeah but like yeah. everybody did that for a bit didn't they well he had like no? multiple okay. ounces of weed in his coat and he went to this bar and then the cops came in to do a search or something like that and then he had to go downstairs to hide it in the toilet and, and then came back up the and then got then got searched yeah. 
And <laughs> anyways, it was a very funny story. My, Fuck. My dad used to be a drug dealer. Huh. Nice. Cool. Like skipped, nice. Yeah. Skipped an entire nice. year of uh, university nice to steal drugs and go skiing. <laughs> Oh, you've told me that story before. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking good one. He like, like actual skiing. Oh, coming okay. in, coming <laughs> before <laughs> the eighties. This is still the seventies. Still the okay. seventies. Yeah. Like actual. Dude, you told me that story. What was it? It was like he they like stole some fucking jackets and we're just yeah. like we're just gonna be ski instructors so on this hill. Or my some father shit. used to be a ski. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like the people that are like a instructor, uh, not instructor, like no. a ER. Like paramedic, like ski, para- ski paramedic? Yeah. Patrol? Ski like, patrol? Ski patrol. Ski patrol. Nailed it. Uh, so he used to be at this um, club that's called Devil's Glen. It's like close to Creemore where, where we have yeah, a family that's farm. that's where people who do drugs go. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Devil's Glen. <laughs> Devil's Glen. <laughs> the Devil's Lettuce Den. Glen. Um, so they basically, uh, my dad went to Western University for business, uh, was not about, he skipped a bunch of grades, so he's quite young at this time. Mm. Uh back when they were allowed to do that and he basically went to university for his first year and then started calling he basically just like sent in all of his assignments or whatever and then just stopped showing up for class and then he him and his friend snuck into devil's glen took his instructor or ski patrol jacket and somebody else's and then they would like go across ontario to different ski resorts and be like calling in big being like hey this is blah 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 from the head office at the ski patrol we're coming to check out your facilities we need two free free back when they couldn't fucking check that shit yeah so they just like two free passes and they would just like get high and smoke weed and go skiing all day for like an entire semester but then he got caught by my grandfather clever as Fuck. <laughs> like, it sounds like a movie. My dad, to be honest, my dad, everything he says, 1,000%, I take with a grain of salt, but... You probably, know. probably more like a bit full of salt, yeah, but like, like a, yeah. Yeah, 2% salt. Um, <laughs> but he... Uh, trying to ferment this fucking story. Okay. Yeah, no, he... Um, and then he got caught by my grandfather, and then he had to live up in uh, North Bay for a year and pay off his first year of university. <laughs> Working as like an 18-year-old, so he's... I bet it was I think he smartened it. up. After I bet it was worth it, though. <laughs> An element to that, you'd have to be fucking... You'd have to be like, ah, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, he's like gloating about it to me 30 years later. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so obviously, he's still yeah. proud of himself, right? Yeah. He, he loves to give himself a little pat on the back. Yeah. But like, fuck, man. It's interesting <sighs> to listen to. <sighs> yeah, anytime I've ever hung around your dad, he's crushing darts, <laughs> is being like, should we, should we smoke a joint? And has like three drinks on the go at one time. Yeah. Like your dad just <laughs> dad goes hard in the paint. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I mean my dad is uh my dad's my dad. That's the only way you can describe him. John yeah. met him for the first time the yeah. other day. Yeah. You never met him before? No, no. I, I met him for the first time. Oh, like, he's like he's like a degenerate yeah. legend. On Valentine's Day. Degenerate legend. Yeah. Degenerate legend. Yeah. That's yeah. a good way of describing my father, actually, degenerate legend. He's not not. Yeah, I mean he's got some decent stories. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Totally. But yeah, he met John and he was like very like, <laughs> my dad's so funny. He does this other thing where he's like, he's never like been inside of any apartment that I've ever lived in. He just, for some reason, he just kind of like sits in the car. If he's like helping me move with like my stepmom and him, he'll like sit in the car and wait. I'm like, do you want to like come and in? your stepmom helps you? Yeah. And I'm like, do you want to come and see like where I live? Like your son? Like, do you want to come and see that? He's like, nah, I'm good. He just does, like for some reason I don't know what yeah. it is, but he just you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like so his, he was waiting. His, it might be his way of being like, well, my son's actually independent, like doesn't need me, and like maybe yeah. He's yeah. he's very he's actually a very sensitive human being, but he just definitely does not let that on. Yeah, for sure. But that's like that's the generational thing where like it was yeah. probably beat into him where it was like 
you don't yeah. fucking chill, you don't fucking cry, and you don't fucking do this. And it's like he cries a lot, actually. Yeah, now since my mom passed, he yeah. cries a lot. He's yeah. very in touch with his Open emotions. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, he was. Um, he came. He was in the car waiting for the food. Like uh, my stepmom came to pick up uh, the Valentine's Day menu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, where's my dad? Like, I want him to meet John." <clears throat> he's like, "Oh, he's in the car." And then he had like already been at the Speakeasy, like you know, uh, his local bar, Shakey's. Shakey's. So they're doing like the Speakeasy, highly illegal thing where they're just like <laughs> all the boys that are like usual nice. regulars go to this the nice. back of the restaurant. Shout out Shakey's. Shakey's. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, so he was already a little bit drunk when they were picking up the menu and a little bit awkward with John John. Yeah, I mean, he, I didn't really talk to him long enough to, to feel like he was awkward. <laughs> yeah, I just you talked to him long hey, enough nice to know you. he was fucking drunk, though. <laughs> yeah. Just funny. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, any hoodles? Uh, <laughs> any hoodles? <laughs> uh, fucking... We actually had nothing to talk about today other than just shooting shit well it's so. just shit talking man like I don't know I like call me crazy though but sometimes I'm just like a, a, my brain is blank and I like just giggling and laughing and talking shit with with you, my friends yeah. yeah it's a difficult thing to be I mean I, I I've been doing this thing of trying to be force yourself to be creative every single week is pretty difficult yeah, like, yeah. day in day out is a is a it's a, it's a different type of like strain or like not stress but like more like different kind of um, well you're you're, work, you're working like a different muscle in your in your brain you're like okay yeah. now now I need to activate these like different avenues or something like that and I don't know I for me I was just like but I also just kind of I love just hanging out with the two of you obviously I see yeah. John every week but like I don't get to see you every week. Mm. And sometimes I just want it to be like a love and happy, laughy thing, and we can <laughs> making fun of each other. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. I say inappropriate things. John says, uh, and you just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I have some reservations about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the but like the formula. That's the shtick. I don't just yeah. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Anyway, I mean, like I'm I'm a little sensitive because like some woman on Tinder said the podcast was lackluster and it is and i'm okay with that no but like you know but like, you, 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 yeah i don't want any of us to have uh like maybe i shouldn't mention to people I any this lady at delusions of grandeur thinking that like you know this is not the joe rogan podcast this is not yeah, we don't have a guy in the corner on a laptop like checking balancing all of our audio levels so that it makes a perfect experience for yeah. the listener, right? This yeah. is not what this is. This is it's fucking thrown together like most yeah. fucking menus are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously a little more thought behind the menus that you're creating every week, Matt, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because literally me and John were doing the Valentine's Day menu and we had planned to sell a certain amount of portions. We end up selling about half of those portions. So there's a lot of like food left over. So the menu that I made last week was literally like... My All of these things that we have in house, how do I make it into something delicious yeah. that isn't Valentine's themed? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. What'd you come up with? Uh, it was super tasty. Actually, we had um, so generally it's built around like five dishes. Um, mm. You got pickles, you got a rice dish, or some kind of starch dish. Not risotto sauce on rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Man. You <laughs> should definitely recount that story. Yeah, we were talking just before. The, anyways, we'll just say after. But uh, like. <laughs> yeah, no, we had um, a bunch of stuff left over, so I tried to do, we were doing dumplings, uh, like mm-hmm. a gyoza, and that mm-hmm. was like a... Those were super good, the ones... They were good, yeah, we had some ground pork, some uh, pickled radish in there, and a really nice broth. I made this broth that ended up tasting like 
pizza Pringles and and uh, Mr. Noodle. Yeah. What flavor of Mr. Noodle? There's like the I think the beef. They're like the beef one. Flavor, yeah. It was like yeah, very umami heavy. Like that's wild, but it was tasty. Yeah, you left. I can make it. Yeah, I have some left. Maybe I'll come by. It's literally it's it's Pumbas. dashi and Pizza then you sake. Yeah, no, I can be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll make time. I, got, I, got I had this dentist thing, but it's okay. I'll, 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 I'll be there. Pizza Pringles. <laughs> Liquid pizza Pringles. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had a I had a nice moment where I was using up some squash that we had left over from uh, the last menu that we had uh, cooked for this duck dish that for John. And one thousand percent, I was just like going into the week. I was like, I have an idea for a technique, and I have no clue if it's gonna work. Mm. Like I've never done it before. No clue if it's gonna work. Yeah. Like I think it might work better with this vegetable, but we don't have enough of that for the week, so I have to do it with this vegetable. And yeah, like the first time I tasted it, I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> and I like rejigged it and like added a couple of things, and then I tasted it again, and it was like probably one of the best dishes I've ever made. I think. Wow. Yeah. And it's like it's that a was difficult a thing. Awesome. To, yeah, yeah, that was super. It was good. a difficult thing to balance because it was like balancing sweet squash with like nutty flavors and like layers of nuts. So you got like sesame, nutty squash, uh, rice bran, and all these things happening at the same time. But it's mm. like it's not an easy thing to like navigate, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But fuck, that sounds delicious. It was, it was tasty. It was like. One of those times where you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is going to yeah, be horrible. It's like every all the <laughs> And then it's just like, huh. Which is like, you know, 98% yeah. of this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for yeah. when we have Matt on and he actually yeah. knows what he's talking about. But, um, I don't know about that. That's one thing that I, I think is kind of unique to our industry is a lot of people, like, you can, um, you can say fake it till you make it, which, like, <laughs> I don't really think is... Like, I don't love the expression, but it's it's an industry that really encourages people to just, like, figure it out. Like, it's not... Yeah. Y- it's like, oh, shit didn't go your way? That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> like, yeah, figure it out. Yeah, and, like, you can you just figure it out. It's not... In, we're not in an office tower where it's like, okay, well, we need to, like, produce um, some logo. Let's, like, get our designer to come up with a logo and then send it to the sticker people and have them, you know, print it off. You just, yeah. like, you just do it. You know, you, mm-hmm. it's so much. And, and that's what I love about cooking is it's it's about making stuff and you make new stuff and most of the time you have no fucking clue really what's going on. You didn't, you know go to school for four years to understand how squash works. Mm-hmm. You're just like, well, I think, you know, it might be possible. Mm-hmm. No, totally didn't work, but I think I can do it now a second time and it'll mm-hmm. probably work. Mm-hmm. And then the third time, it's like, it's yeah. amazing. It's, yeah, it's been interesting because it's like the way this format's working for us. We're like posting the menu today. So like you post the menu and then you test the menu and then you cost the menu and then you execute the menu. So it's like a very backwards approach. So it has <laughs> yeah. to be done that way because we have to sell the menu first. So we have to send like, sell, like send out a uh, oh a, like okay uh, this is how this is how many it's sold now it costs yeah it so right so yeah. but it's also crazy because Good. we're just deciding on the price before you've even costed it out right so it's but like sometimes it doesn't like it's we haven't ever had it where it's like say like one time when we did sashimi it was like a sixty dollar menu and the food cost was like just under like at 
a 30% food cost. So it was like just under 60 bucks. So it was like, we didn't make a lot of money, but this week was crazy. I like did out the costing. It was like $5 and 42 cents for one of these menus. And we sold it for $45. So it's like, Amazing, yeah. And all of that yeah, product so it, was already in house. And so like, it's already technically paid for. So sweet. yeah. So it like, it, it levels off at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, that's good, but it's a, it's a crazy difficult, <laughs> it's like, Coming up with the idea first and then, like, trying to, like, figure it out afterwards. Yeah. That's an interesting process. Well, and to, like, answer... Well, you're selling something you don't have. Like, yeah. So it's, it's like, stonks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like GameStop. Yeah. You're, 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 you said, you said we were going to talk about this. I, I, yeah, I promised. Did you get it on GameStop, Todd? No, anyways. No, no, no. um, <laughs> Stu did. Uh, yes, huh? of course Stu did. Stu did, yeah. The owner, yeah. Late? Uh... No, a couple of weeks ago, like like right after it hit, I think. Really? Yeah, I bought a couple. Okay, yeah, okay couple so like stars. so, Sky Bar is gonna be around a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good. <laughs> Stu, Stu made a little chunk of change. Yeah, I think um, it's absolute wild style that he's, he's like running a restaurant. And he's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna bet bet uh, some money on the uh, stock market. Throw a couple grand. In I there. wouldn't be able to do it. I don't. Have no, I don't that. fucking. I don't. I don't understand yeah. finances to that degree. I was having a conversation with, like one of my coworkers. He's he like just started learning about it and he's like it's really interesting i'm like fucking to you maybe yeah i don't know like i don't it, it, for me well and like the whole thing when you're like when you're saying like you get to create this thing and you and and you don't know if it's going to work and it's like half the time i mean it, at least i find this and certainly it doesn't have to be like this but in the industry it's like you're flying by the seat of your pants like yeah 60 of the fucking time mm. and you're just like what like Sure, I mean, this 40% I know because I'm prepped and I'm ready for service, but, like, or what if somebody forgot to check that thing and it's fucking off and then we're, like, mm. scrambling and it's, like, it's always, like, one of those, like, figure it out kind of moments. Yeah. So my brain's kind of fluttering no, no, between, like, six different ideas right now, <laughs> uh, which is, like, <laughs> smoke, case in smoke point. Smoke some weed or not smoke some, I don't know. Probably should smoke, smoke less weed. But, smoke less weed, okay. Um, <laughs> but it becomes this thing where, like... It's so I, I can't remember if I've talked about this in the past, but um, it's if you I, do, you're not allowed to talk about it again. You know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> no repeti- repetition is not a yeah. good thing. Um, no, but I was listening to a comedian's podcast that I follow, um, and they likened chefs to comedians, where it's this like it's this impermanent thing where like a joke is ever evolving, mm. just like a dish is ever evolving, or a restaurant could yeah. ever be evolving. Um, and you can have like an awesome dish that people don't like. Yeah. You have that, that like, uh, or like, like, and I think the land, example yeah. he gave was say, yeah, it was like a joke that you're like, this is going to crush. And then you say it and it's fucking crickets. Wow. And it's like yeah. someone who puts a dish on, like I bet, I bet like my fucking mm-hmm. ass off that like you've put dishes on menus and you're like, this slaps. I love this. Everyone in here loves this. And then a customer eats in there like, it's a cat. Yeah. And you're like, fucking, you just want to go over to the person to headbutt them until they understand what the fuck is going on. And those are always the dishes that chefs love the most, is the ones that are weird and out there, and you want to make this technique yeah, you're work like, for this one thing, and you're like, I want, I know this is cool. And yeah. like, in your own head, like, and if you're a, if you're a chef... Cool, if, air quotes, but you're like, yeah. Yeah, but like, if you were eating at a restaurant and somebody gave you this dish, you'd you're be like, like, whoa, this is so cool. Like, but then like, to someone that yeah. just really wants to taste tasty food, maybe it's not, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. you make dishes that aren't like inherently delicious because you want to try out a new technique or yeah something, right yeah. And don't get me wrong i've sat down at rest i'm pretty sure i've sat down at sakai bar and you're like yo check this out and i'm like i was really fan of that <laughs> i love you but like 
maybe that's not for me. Yeah. I don't know. But like, um, but also my palate isn't really attuned to Japanese flavors as Which well, one is it as, well as it could be. I don't fucking remember it. Tell me right now. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. How am I supposed to remember the dish I had? Tell me right now. In fucking July of last year. (laughs) Maybe it was the company that you were with. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't. I know. No. 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 I'm not going into that. But you're not wrong. (laughs) It may have been that night. It may have been that night. I don't know. But yeah. (laughs) Um, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fuck, no, I'm not doing it, I'm not talking, no, <laughs> nope, sorry, now I'm having an internal dialogue outdoors, or outside of my own brain, um, <laughs> yeah, you don't, uh, what's, leave. but like, I don't know, man, we're still in lockdown for another couple of weeks, yeah, when's the, when's the next announcement, the 28th? The, no, I mean, what was it, last Friday? Last Friday, they said two more weeks for Toronto Peel shit. So, like, it's going to be at least two weeks. It's going to be, like, probably early to mid-March by the time we can see people indoors, uh, if yeah. that's even allowed. Like, well, What about, like, restaurants? Huh? What about restaurants? No, so restaurants are canceled. They're just canceled. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no more restaurants. Well, you yeah. just stop working on that menu. Um, it's illegal to have a restaurant. <laughs> just stop. It's illegal to have a restaurant. If you're caught with a <laughs> restaurant, like, you they fucking um, They were... Uh, Ford said it was something like... Like, everybody else in the province is opening. And I get why, like, Toronto and Peel and stuff like that are staying closed, because we're the most densely populated and yeah. probably the most reckless. Yeah. Case in point, Matt's here for a podcast. Um, <laughs> I see John all the time. Call it, yeah. call it out. We're this, all going right? to three-way make out after this. Yeah. Like right on top after, of the mic. You already did it. But yeah, yeah John, we're, we're going to let John's uh, John's fantasy of doing the fucking the ASMR shit just yeah. with make out noises. Yeah. Oh, great idea. Um, <laughs> Sorry, so I'm sure you're wondering why we brought you here. To <laughs> why did you guys right close the door to the bedroom? That's what I want to know. Why is Ross putting on lip Not for chap, sound chap purposes. Dick. Are you even wearing a belt anymore? What the lip fuck? Chap, chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, Sakai Bar, are you guys... Um, like, even when you can see people indoors, are you going to? Because right now your dining room is a bit of a shit show. <laughs> As every restaurant and dining room is. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean, it's covered in takeout boxes. Um, we are planning to open up the patio in the back. So before is last summer... Um, partially covered. So this last summer, um, we had the front, which is like the BIA and the Dundas West. They did a thing where they extended the sidewalk. Cafe Tio shit. Yeah. All that stuff. So we had that in the front, and then also we had a couple seats in the back, which is covered, mm. um, which is where you sat that one night. Um, but then we also, what we want to do is that we have a Black Dice Cafe, shout out to Black Dice Cafe. Cafe? Okay. Yeah, I think it is. Cafe? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's cool. Uh, Rockabilly Japanese coffee, bar. Do they? No. There's no. What? Only it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a bar. It's like a Japanese rockabilly bar. Oh, Anyways, yeah, the yeah, owner's yeah, super nice. Place. He's, been, he's, um, heard, yeah. no, the owner's a great guy. It's a very cool place. Yeah, I love that bar. Um, so anyways, he has a parking spot right beside where our, our patio is, and we're going to see if we can only do the back, and then he gets the whole front this uh, summer. But yeah, basically like a party in the back, cool. party in the front. Yeah, because it's just way more complex to run a service when you're like 
running back and forth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> instead, like instead, of instead of just down a couple steps exactly, outside. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's nice because in the kitchen we can kind of see out into the patio and stuff like that. And you'd be able to like set up like I know you guys you, you did yeah, a dinner sure, where it was sure. like John was like fucking half yeah. on a step. And like fucking trying to charcoal grill some shit and like this tiny <laughs> little exactly, hibachi and like exactly literally like, what was like <laughs> fucking and then yeah, I was, so I was, was trying to call him orders run running back and forth between the kitchen and outside and yeah, it started raining like, and then it started raining and I was <laughs> making dashimakis outside while it was raining and it was not good anyways that was a great time oh I dude, have some but it was so like, busy too. But that was Nihon Shinohi yeah we got mm. slammed yeah. international sake day. Okay. It's insane. Yeah, well, Japanese restaurants are going to be busy on that day. Yeah. Mm. Especially a sake bar. Mm. Especially a place that sells sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's good. Fuck it, no, man. Yeah. As much as it's like a shit show, I miss that kind of shit. Mm. Yeah, so it was actually interesting. I was having a um, conversation with Steve, uh, one of my cooks, my, my only cook <laughs> that I work with. Um, he was a little bit in the shits on uh, Saturday. It was when you came by. You came by. On Saturday. Oh, he seemed pretty chill. So he had to make dumplings, and I was like busy doing the rest of the menu. But like dumplings takes a long time. You know, five per order mm. times. You got to make the dough. People. You got to roll out the dough. You got to make the filling. You got to stuff the filling. You Shout out to John Clip for lending us his stand mixer with the pasta attachment. Pasta. Uh, that's John dude. Clip. What's that? I don't know. Some loser. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's a little bit. Uh, he was like a little bit in the shits and I was like, it was one of those moments like, I guess as like a manager where you kind of just like, yeah, you could step in and help them, but also at the same time, they kind of need to figure it out for themselves. Yeah. yeah. Once again, figure it out. Um, so, so I kind of just okay did my own prep and I was just like watching him and he just like, I could see him kept on looking up at the clock and he was just like, oh God, I don't know if I can make it because he had to like bake a cake too and stuff like that. Mm. And he was saying how much he missed like that feeling of like being in the shit. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that weird that like, because you and I, when we were at Grace, it was like we were just always in the shits. So it was never not a thing. Even though, even when you thought you were ready for service, you were definitely in the shits because you forgot something. Yeah. Um, or at least I know that was a feeling yeah. in my brain. Every time, every time I was like ready for service, twenty minutes before service started, I was like, "Too good to be true." What did I forget? Yeah. Like, and then I would go over my whole station and be like, "I can't know what I forgot." And then two minutes before, like, "Ah, fuck!" Yeah. Um, that first I forgot to make pate. Uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, dude, that was, I think that was still to this day is one of my happiest moments in a kitchen where I made, I made like a dozen little, those little 125 mason jar pate in like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's insane. And it was like, I, for some, like, I, I don't even remember doing it, but then after it was done, they were setting in the fridge and they needed like, you know, an hour to set or whatever. They, uh, the sous chef at the time, Nate, shout out Nate, hopefully out we're trying, I, I reached out to him, we're going to try and get him on. I love that. Um, whether or not he uh, yeah, wants to be associated right? with us uh, is a completely different story. But yeah. love him to death. Um, he does not have Instagram. He does, actually. <laughs> does he, does he really? Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Who's Re- this guy? Recently, uh, Nate Young, he was the uh, chef and owner of uh, Harry's Charbroil. He's part of... He was oh, cool. part is he? Is he still part of the company? Anyways. Yeah, I think so. Nate yeah. Young? I, I would imagine, yeah. Because Harry's Young. is very successful and yeah. he had it running like a fuck had like clockwork before they had mm-hmm. to close it down um i'm so pissed i never got one of those martin roll shirts i really wanted one of those oh yeah they were selling yeah i mean if he if he comes in maybe you can fucking fandangle away <laughs> to get a shirt i don't know um Just go to the bakery on the, in the east end but he told yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> oh got, inside joke right there merch. okay <sighs> uh, no comment uh um, how do you spell this guy's last name i'm looking him up 
Y-O-U-N-G? I think so. Um, but he he was like, he came and like, I think I'd been at Grace for maybe a year and a bit. And I'd made pate before and it always took me anywhere from 40 minutes to, you know, 40 to 50 it's minutes awesome. because like, I'm slow and inexperienced and all that jazz. What kind of pate up. was it? It's really liver. simple chicken liver. Like now, I could make it in twenty five minutes easy. Yeah. But yeah. like then, I was just like I was so green. Everything yeah. was like it was tricky for my brain to like wrap my head around it. But as soon as I like turned my brain off, then it was like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And he was just like, "Hey, man, by the way, that's like the fastest you've ever made that. That mm-hmm. you made that in like twenty twenty five minutes." And I was like, <laughs> "What? No way! I'm like good at something." It yeah. was. It was. One Where of those- am I? But it was it was wild because I was so used to like being the fuck up and like perpetually sometimes you just are when you're that young because you fuck everything up. I mean, I was also, um, I, 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 I don't, I, even now it takes me a little longer to learn from my mistakes. Um, and that's something I, I try to, try to be cognizant of now, but at the time I was just like so stupid about it. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was one of those like gleaming moments where I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, I could I could cook food. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got a compliment from like someone who I hold in very high regard and still do. Yeah. Like, um, and it was like to this day, like I've had services where like I was just on the ball for all six hours, just straight, didn't mm-hmm. yeah. fuck anything up, crush service, and that's not as good a feeling. Mm-hmm. Is getting some getting a compliment from unfucking yourself, huh? <laughs> unfucking yourself. <laughs> what did I just say? No, 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 no. It's not what you said, but I'm saying you're. you're <laughs> like, wait, what? Did, did I, I say like, that? Did I misspeak? Because like, co- correct me if I'm wrong. I've hey, tried, but I don't bend that way. Is, um, is, is that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is where we get jaw gets uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, and she thinks what I'm saying is inappropriate. Um, sorry. Unfucking uh-huh. my my prep situation. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, yeah, okay, so like yeah. So having yeah. a good day is not as good as pulling yourself out of yeah out of the uh, shit show. A yeah. shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even no, if like totally. your performance is objectively worse, because like probably when you're just sailing through a good day, probably yeah. you're more consistent and it's better and there's no mistakes. Mm-hmm. But when you unfuck yourself, right? Yeah. You have become fucked. There you go. You are now yeah, unfucked. Don't worry, my brain's there now. Uh, you know, uh, it's more, <laughs> Dude, more it's, rewarding. It's one of the most. It's one of the most satisfying feelings and. I imagine for, for if, if you're a young cook listening to this, or in the future if you are, whatever the fuck, it's like, just like, just like the, the cook, what's his name, sorry, that works? Steve. Steve. Like, Steve, like, executing that and being like, fuck, that felt so good. It's like, sometimes, yeah, he li- did, yeah, sometimes you just want to, like, almost put yourself in the shits so that you can just feel alive again. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're we're <laughs> so depressed. It is. It is and it isn't. It is. It is. Because like yeah. sometimes you're just like fuck. Like I just really like you miss the feeling of it, it sounds sadistic, but like hating yourself a little bit because it's like you know I hate that I'm in this scenario, but if I can pull myself out of it, then I just feel like a friggin' G. Mm-hmm. And even if it's in like such a minute way, like making pate or like making dumplings like you're not mm-hmm. you're not making an entire fucking menu you're not executing yeah. these eight but if you don't do things. it you're letting a lot of people down yeah yeah and it's like it's, it's like oh that's wild i'm not really sure where this thought is going but like well it's interesting you said that because he so basically we the first night so we have two days of service the first night um 
Pompette two days came of to service. Eat. Fucking uh, nice life, Ada. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, you have zero days of service. I have zero so. days of service ever. Never mind. So like when I go over and work with Matt and have two days of service, I'm like, I know he's always like, let me at it. He's always like, <laughs> back at it. John needs to move quicker. I'm like, take it easy. John's a young man, okay? Yeah, I haven't. He's pacing himself. Okay. <laughs> Most people complain about how quick I I, I am. To, to be honest, don't believe me. Um, <laughs> it's, I've never had this problem in my life before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Holy shit. operate quicker. Story of every time I've ever. <laughs> so they had uh, Pompette. Uh, shout out to Pompette. A really nice uh, brasserie. Brasserie. Bistro. Kind of like a bistro, like a French. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what the difference between a brasserie, a bistro, and an atelier or whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. French restaurant on uh, college no and. Clinton. They, Clinton. Use, they Clinton. use Dijon in some of the recipes. Cool. Nice. We get it. Shout out to Pompette. They uh, ordered uh, their, the menu this week and we had a nice little miso caramel cake. And the mm. chef owner there is a really talented pastry chef as well and um, also knows Steve quite well. Steve asked her her opinion. She's like, it's actually quite dry. So on top of doing uh, that dumpling nice. thing, he tried a new recipe for like we were like we needed the the cake for like an hour from then mm-hmm. and he like tried a new technique like because he just wanted to challenge himself so yeah like he pulled himself out of the shits and he tried a new technique and made like a way more superior cake super fluffy very delicious yeah dude he must have been on cloud nine yeah and, and that's the thing he was he was like super happy he's like sweet i'm so happy that worked out blah 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 and like that was like one of those moments where i was just like i know that i could offer him help yeah. But I think it's going to be better for me to just stand here and make sure that he's not drowning. Yeah. And he doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah. he's going to get there himself, right? And he yeah. kept on like, he's like super nervous looking up the clock and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I know he can yeah. get there. That's but awesome, yeah, it's, man. It's really nice. Fucking win. It's, yeah, much more satisfying to do that than like, yeah, have like an easy day kind of like. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's like. Basically, we just all like to suffer. Well, but that's but yes, that, that's yes. that's part of this industry, right? Yeah. Because like, especially when we were like when you and I were coming up, and it, I mean the come up never really stops because now I'm trying to apply like mental health practices to working and yeah, that's a whole other uh, dog that gets fucking tricky because you're like I'm too critical on myself, but you're also like I should be too critical on myself because I want this to taste good. Um, <laughs> Like, if I'm not critical, is it going to taste like shit? Like, I can't risk that. Uh, You know what I mean? It's like, it's this back and forth, but it's like, when you're coming up, it's like, it is, it's, it's, it's a form of torture. Mm -hmm. Like. But it feels so good. God damn it. (laughs) Like, but it's not healthy. Like, it's weird, right? Because you're like, even when you've told stories about like, just working like 36 hours straight in Japan and like fucking fainting in a walk-in and like yeah it's happened like there is a part of your brain it was actually a region i fainted into a region <laughs> whatever into a bucket of fish no yeah. matter um <laughs> yeah but there's a part of your brain there that's like this is fucking glorious it is it is right because you're is. like i can push myself to a, a point that i know not many people can not many people in this world can, and or like maybe they can, but they choose not to. And you're like, me. I fucking chose some weird ass shit to do, and I fucking did it. There's but it's this, like it's it's like running a fucking like yeah. running an ultra marathon. It's it's funny like, you bring that up. It reminds me of this Arnold Schwarzenegger quote <laughs> in some interview. I think you know the one I'm going to talk about. Dana. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where he's like, uh... <laughs> wait, it wasn't that one? No, he's like, it's gonna be that many weights. Still funny. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be really bad. Um, but he's like, when, when I lift weights, it, it feels like I'm coming. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> like, that's... I, mean, I yeah, don't know this one. That's, that's not a good that's impersonation, but... It, yeah, it was like, you know, that's what it feels like when you're... When you're and, just crushing. Yeah. Or when you're doing, like, I mean, that's why I was going to liken it to, like, ultra marathon running. Like, there's not many people in the world that do that shit. And there's not many people in the world that are willing, like, sure, there's millions and... It's a very... Millions yeah. and millions and millions of cooks, technically. But there's not many cooks in the world, like, maybe 100,000 people globally that, that are willing to fucking sacrifice... themselves. Yeah. yeah. That are willing to sacrifice yeah. their mind, their body... And their fucking life. And that's the thing, you know, like, how else, how else are you going to know that you're alive if you're not absolutely destroying yourself physically and mentally? You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> you, you say that as a joke. No, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm 100% but you're serious. So I'm smiling, fucking serious. Like, but I'm, I'm I can serious. see in your eyes, you're just like, but like, seriously, like, how, how do you know how far you're willing to go? How, how yeah. far do you know? Yeah. Like, do you know you're willing to go this far, like, mentally, if you're like, and then our, the 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 reverse side of it is like now that you know you like Matt you and I we go to therapy on a regular mm. basis. Um, do you go to therapy on a regular basis? I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Anyway, it's not important. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> it's not important. Your mental health not important. Ours super important. It's no, but like, <laughs> but now it's like you're introducing that yeah. into it where you're like, no, this is just as important as me sacrificing everything that I did for the last. Mm-hmm. 10 years yeah it is now equally as important if not maybe and more, harder and harder yeah to do nice shit for yourself yeah and like think about you yeah, yeah. and it's like it's weird i had uh, an interesting Wild. epiphany the other day i was watching you know because i'm a psychopath like all of us i yeah work 12 hours and then i come home and i'm watching food videos for yeah. another four hours until i fall asleep so I was watching, I was re-watching, uh, you guys will like this, um, uh, Boiling Point with Gordon Ramsay. Dude. <clears throat> so, yeah. for, for like, anybody who doesn't Jake know. this fucking two days, yesterday. Oh, really? He was like, have you, watched, have you ever watched Boiling Point? Like, a yeah. couple times. So, for, for, ever, <laughs> for everyone who doesn't know, Boiling Point is a, I don't know if it's BBC, but it's a British documentary about Gordon Ramsay in yeah, 1999, 2000, 2001. When he's got two Michelin stars and he's opening his new restaurant, Gordon uh, Ramsay, um, and he's going for his third. So arguably like the most difficult achievement for the chef world. The peak of the mountain. Peak of the mountain. And he's, you know, everybody knows his reputation. He's just screaming and yelling. And But in this like video, he's... <laughs> it did not age well. <laughs> he is uh, grabbing people by the cuff and like throwing them into a wall and telling them to fuck off and you know using a couple of racial slurs and stuff like that. And it's not good. But anyways, um, it's interesting because what I noticed and what I did was I was watching that video. And it's like it's all compiled on YouTube, so it's like an hour long. And then I watched like a, jap- a video about a sushi chef, and I was like, re- like noticing the differences between them and the entire documentary. Which sushi chef? Uh, Shion Shio. No, in uh, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so basically, I was watching this documentary. It's like an hour long, and all they're talking about 
constantly is just like, I would love to get that third star. It's all about this third star and winning that third star and showing everybody how great I am. Yeah. This third star. They're talking to the cooks that are working for oh, him. All of these cooks are just like, they're like, why do you put up with this asshole? And they're just like, because we're doing the best food. We're doing, yeah. we're going to get our third star. All it is is like. Because this, once we get that, he'll be happy. Yeah. He'll be happy. <laughs> he will. And then he'll stop kicking around. Oh, wait. No. no, no. Anyways. But this is like, it's this, yeah. this, this uh, selfish, it's this very selfish, egotistical goal that a lot of chefs have of just like, I need to know that I am the best and I need to know that I can yeah. do the best food possible. So I was watching this other video uh, with this sushi chef and he's uh, also, I think, two star, two Michelin stars? Shion, yeah, two stars. Two Michelin stars in New York. and Which, let's be honest, two American stars are different than two European stars. What, what was that thing? Uh, uh, <laughs> Michigan stars. Michigan stars. <laughs> two Michigan stars. Two Michigan stars. Yeah. Two Michigan stars. There's Michelin stars. You get Michigan stars. Yeah. In the U.S. So it's like a ten-minute long video, and all he's talking about is like it's very Japanese, right? He's talking about he's like you know every day I wake up and I try to do the best with the fish that I have. I try to bring the best possible things out of the fish that I have, out of the customers that I have, out of my staff that I have. Every day I just try to reset and say, I'm going to do the best I can today. Yeah. There's no fucking mention of two Michelin stars. There's no mention of yeah. anything that he's trying to strive towards a goal. His goal every day is just to be the best, uh, like just to be do a, the best he possibly can. A little can. bit better than yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And if not, then just trying to do the best that he could that day. Yeah. And that's like an achievable goal, right? That's like mm-hmm. a goal that like makes sense and is like... Yeah. Not necessarily achievable, maybe not, but yeah. it's like it's more so like a thing that you can just keep on resetting. Mm-hmm. Whereas well, it's this... it's, a, it's actually it's actually like a very a very centered, a very focused mm-hmm. attitude to have to oneself and their surroundings. Yeah, like I just want to be the best I can be. Yeah, yeah. not this will make me the best. Mm. Exactly. That thing will make me the best. It's like, I will make me the best. Yeah. And the reason why it resonated with me so much is because a lot of my therapy, uh, for uh, the reasons I go through therapy and stuff like that is to, you know, not use drugs anymore. And a big thing for that, uh, for me is every day waking up and deciding, actively deciding in the morning, I'm like, I'm not going to do drugs today. Mm-hmm. And that's a decision that I make every single morning. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, I think it really resonates with me to make that same decision for your, like, career or whatever it yeah. may be, right? Just like, yeah. I'm going to do the best I can today. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah, it's, it just makes more, so much more sense in my head than it does to chase after this, to like, unattainable goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. To, I mean, it is, and it's arguably one of the trickier things, especially because of this, the society we live in. Sorry, that's, like, my tick now. It's, like, whenever I my mouth starts to move too quickly for my yeah. brain. It's like I just I pop and it gives me a second and it's like, anyways. Yeah. I've noticed in uh, yeah. the last I, I year. I've noticed that about you. I've never seen anybody else do that in my life. It's cool. It's unique. I like it. Anyways. You're a rare um, and beautiful flower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a delicate little flower. <laughs> you love me. Um, we, do. we do love you. <laughs> Your little lip pops. Um, I forgot where I was going. Ego, something. Yeah. Um, no, and today, I mean, to act selflessly is certainly, it's That's almost... a lot to ask. It is, but uh, to, I mean, to to allow the ego, like uh, society these days says, you're great, stoke your ego, you're fucking, you're this, you're that, you, 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 you. It's like, but to, like, your point is, you're just like, I'm not doing drugs for me. Mm-hmm. just like sushi chef is like i'm being better for me mm-hmm. and those around me 
It's like it to remove that desire for ego or that desire for for adulation. Yeah. And maybe I'm getting a little off topic here, but like, and it, you know, it, it becomes this this thing where it's like it it is it's 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 the harder thing, but it is the more validating thing to the ego to ignore yeah. the ego. I think ego gets a bad is that rap weird? too. Yeah, I, it's I necessary. One hundred percent. Like yeah. it's necessary. And ego there is one hundred percent necessary. That's why I go to the gym sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Ego, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, it, it's why we spend money on clothes, and it's. Yeah. it's it, I don't think it necessarily has to be like if you're if you wake up every day and your goal is to have your name in a guidebook somewhere with three Michelin yeah. stars beside it. And you think that, you know, face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe there's not necessarily anything, you know, evil about that, no. but it's probably not going to make you happy in the long run if like your entire reason for existence is stars, stars, gold you know, stars. Like, exactly. Literal gold stars, gold stars on my, Eight next holes. to my name. Also, on the other hand, they don't even look like stars. They look like flowers. Sorry. Well, well they're it. called yeah, they're called roses in are they? Rosettes. French or rosettes. Yeah. Are they we calling them stars? Yeah, because we all want to be a star, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. Which, which is like, <laughs> um, listen, you want to be a star? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is gonna get dark. You lost uh, me, but that's okay. <laughs> but you know, if you wake up every day trying to make yourself better. I mean, that's about being the best. How is that not about ego? It's just not, like, a toxic side of it, I think. Yeah. If you wake up every day to say, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to, like, give people the best experience they've ever had in their life through these, through whatever fish is given to me, I'm going to turn that, you know, base element into something beautiful. incredible mm-hmm. and beautiful. I mean, that's kind of, you know, I think there's ego in that. It's, it's just a little cocky. cocky. Well, yeah, but the, the thing is, like, cockiness and ego, can. I don't no. think are the, are the same. And if you, no. like, I've done a lot of things in my life that are only to better myself. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that that's inherently evil, just to do something no. that, like, only benefits you. Like, so you got to do stuff that benefits you. You should also do things that benefit others. Yeah. It's not like doing something that is only for your benefit is wrong. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Agree. It's... I think also just being a sushi chef in general is a very egotistical job. Is like even more so than I wanted to bring chef. up the, the person the person with the most unhinged, out of control ego that I've ever met in my life is Masaki Saito, who there I worked for in New York City. Let's go. Like, Let's like, go shit talk! Megalomania. Shout out Masaki Saito. <laughs> uh, he's also said some like incredibly important stuff that's read that's stuck with me and that I'll never forget. One of the things he said to me um, was that um, I think he said more things that I find completely unacceptable. Also, you guys keep talking. Well, why don't we? What? Let's pause it. Let's okay, pause. let's pause it. Cause I gotta go pee too. Okay. We're all gonna go pee together. Five, four, three, two, one. Save some water. Okay, we're back. We all went pee together. We washed our hands together. Um, sword fight. We're <laughs> sword fight. Yeah. Boy. And now John's gonna destroy Masaki. It's fucking. He's canceled. No, no, no. I was saying this is actually like canceled. like really positive, nice Let's things that he said him. that I remember. He's. I mean, canceled for a lot of reasons, but um, uh, yeah, he did say some things. He said things. He said more things that I find to be completely. Uh, 
inhuman and distasteful. <laughs> and then he's also said more really like motivational stuff that has stuck with me than a lot of other people that I've worked for. Yeah. And one of those things was he's like, you know, everybody stop trying to make strides. Everybody wants to make strides, but if you can just make one millimeter of progress every single day, you'll be unstoppable. Yeah. So you just, all you got to do is fight for that one millimeter. You don't have to. Yeah. Fighting for the fucking 30 yeah. centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> so if you just make that millimeter of progress, you're, you're golden. That's all you got to do. You just got to wake up every day and say, I'm going to make a millimeter. I'm gonna now do you tell us one of the horrible things he said. Oh, I got a couple good things, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me do it. Let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> let me out, coach. Let me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let, let me Matt, in, coach. Matt take this one. <laughs> Go. He's got, he's got the fresher and perspective on him. Go. So, yeah, for people who don't know, Masaki Saito owns a restaurant uh in I don't know if he's an owner, but uh, he has a restaurant he has the in chef of a restaurant. Yorkville uh, called Sushi Masaki Saito. It's like a five hundred dollar head uh, yeah. tasting menu before drinks. Before All drinks, right. yeah, very yeah. expensive meal. Uh, I worked there for uh, the tune of two weeks um, because I just realized that I was uh, a little bit too old to be berated the way that he was going to do to me or berate yeah. me. Basically, uh, I had been through that a lot in my career, and I just. Yeah. Realized that it was not. You pass that. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Don't need to put yourself. Um, it's not going to make you a better cook. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years so, ago, it did. Now, yeah. No. Yeah. It was really interesting. I was, um, so Saturday night after service, uh, it's like a very, it's the most traditional Japanese restaurant I've ever worked in. Uh, because basically you have like six guests at a time. Um, and then when everybody's leaving, so say like you have uh, two single diners and then like two, two tops. Mm. Every single time somebody leaves the restaurant, you have to put everything down, walk out in front of them to the door and wait for them to leave and bow until they get in the car. If it's raining, you hold an umbrella over their head, all this stuff. Yeah. You so get, it takes you get, a You get wet while they're... Yeah. yeah. It takes a long time to shut down the restaurant because, you know, you have two seatings. The second Each seating lasts like, I don't know, three hours. Mm. And then you're like shutting down. But like you have to like clean and then you have to stop and then you have to go outside and it's like people are like waiting and stuff like that. It takes a while. Anyway, Saturday after service, uh, with all the leftover fish, we're making sushi, but for the boss. So, like, I'm making sushi for Saito. Mm. So, there's me and another... Like, uh, training for the greener south. Yes. So, there's leftover fish, uh, leftover rice and stuff like that. So, basically, he wants to test. This was, like, one of my first week. He wants to see where I was at, where my skill level was at. Mm. Um, Which, like, you'd been at Shoshin. You'd already done Yeah, so, at this point, I'd already... Your shit was... Yeah. Decently dialed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I do not consider myself a sushi chef at no, all. No, but, uh, but for someone who's not a sushi chef, yeah. you should dialed. Yeah. yeah. I, is that, I know is how that, to make sushi. Is that a fair sushi. assessment? I know yeah. how to make sushi I and I know how to make rice. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I made a couple pieces and there's this other gentleman who, uh, I forget his name, but he is... Um, in case, he you, had, in case you guys can't tell, Matt's also very white. <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> Matthew Parker, Max Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's this other gentleman that was working there that was working there since the beginning and was supposed to, I was supposed to take over his position. Mm-hmm. So he made a couple pieces uh, and I made a couple pieces and he immediately said that I was out of 100, I was at 60% skill. And I was like, oh, and then he's like, points to the other guy and he's just like, he's at 0.5%. <laughs> to his face yeah, what to, the his face. Fuck? To, to his face um but to be fair this this other gentleman had never actually worked in a sushi bar i've run a sushi restaurant before i've like made yeah. nigiri for, yeah. like a lot so yeah. okay. you're very good at making sushi and it's probably not <laughs> he's he's just sushi. yeah he's just a 
he's never actually made sushi before, right? And it was really interesting. So this is (laughs) that's not so put in not a nice thing to talk. Put in very uh, nice. (laughs) Put into perspective. This is uh, after. So this is like hour thirteen of the day. Um, We just shut down. This is like the staff meal of the day. It's Mm -hmm. two o'clock in the morning right now, and we're making sushi. And this guy is being told he's. 0.5 0.5%. Yeah. And then, no, Fuck it gets better. <laughs> but wait. So, <laughs> so then we start making makimono. So makimono is, maki means to roll. People call them maki rolls. That's just saying roll, roll. It actually is just makimono is rolled thing. So we're making rolls, which is actually, I think, is way more difficult than okay. nigiri. Personally. For the record, I just learned something new today. And thank you. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Um, makimono is very difficult to do well. It's really easy to do. Not yeah. really easy, but it's it's very difficult it's, to do very well. It's doable, but not to yeah. a degree that just is like acceptable. sushi. But like, yeah, yeah I think okay. it's much more difficult than doing uh, the hand press sushi, which is nigiri. So we started doing those. I was I've always been notoriously bad at it. I was like, you know, taking my time with it. He was doing it as well, and we're kind of doing it side by side. And he was just kind of doing it like nonchalantly. And I think he was kind of done with working there because yeah. he knew that I was going to replace him, which I didn't ever yeah. end up doing. <laughs> Feel like, bad for the guy. He's like, yo, fuck this place. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, he just got told he was 0.5% or whatever. So he's kind of just like not in, his head's not in the game. It's mm-hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning, right? Like it's supposed to be this thing, but. I want to go home and go to sleep. Yeah, he's and just he kind didn't of. ask for this, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, We're just making staff meal. Yeah. And so he's just like nonchalantly doing it. And then Saito notices that he's not caring. So he's just like, make it again. Starts making it again. He's just like, what are you doing? He's like, do you... He's And this is... So I'm standing there. I stop working because Saito's berating him in Japanese and I can't understand Japanese. So I'm just standing there. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I have to work the next day at Sakai Bar. <laughs> I'm like sitting here. This guy, literally, I shit you not, it was like 30 minutes of him just talking at him he's just like do you not even care what what's wrong with you like why are you even here and fucking ranting yeah can you catch like every sixth word or something yeah like, like i can understand the gist of it and he's basically yeah. saying like you're shit like why why do you if you if you're gonna come and work here then why would like why would you why would you why not would you put 100 in this my business like just shit. because this is uh, after work and stuff like that doesn't mean that you can just put not like Mm. like not put effort into it and it was like 30 minutes of him just giving him shit and in japanese and i'm just silent i'm like waiting and i'm like and i like go over to um siyo-san who's like the head chef um who i used to work with at shoshin and i was like hey like is it okay if i leave like i need to work at (laughs) noon tomorrow it's it's like three o'clock in the morning and he's like still reaming him out and i just like left but just like laying into this guy and telling him how shitty he was just because he wasn't making a role I mean, did, uh, wow. That's kind of what I guy sounds like he needs a hug. Oh, he does, yeah. Not the guy getting reamed out, the one doing the reamed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah sorry. Does. Saito. Yeah, Saito. fucking Saito sounds like, sounds like he needs a hug. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a hand job. Some, some, <laughs> some hair, too. Wouldn't hurt. Hey. <laughs> Got him. Oh, Got him. <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta tell your story, John. Fuck oh no, no, no! I got, I, I got, yeah, I got. Go, go. <laughs> what's, what's another, what's another tidbit of like psych, psychotic, but also like, yeah. hey, that's actually a nice little, nice little thought. Um, <laughs> like millimeters, great. Yeah, that's that's really good. Powerful. Rating people for thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah, like, great. Yeah, another thing. Nothing, like, nothing so, accomplished by that. Uh, a, a really, a really positive kind of beautiful thing that he said. Um, the the first time I was making rice in a Japanese restaurant was at his uh, sushi restaurant in Manhattan, 
Um, this was before he moved to Toronto when Matt worked with him. He used to work at, uh, he used to be the chef of a, a sushi restaurant in Bryant Park. Two Michigan stars. Two Michigan stars, yep. Yep. Um, I'm taking that one. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Two so Michigan funny. stars? That's cool. <laughs> um, Especially because fucking the stars in the States are easier to get. Um, yeah, they, just the they, criteria they kind of are. is different yeah, anyways, for every place. I, I shouldn't say easier, but like... It's yeah. not like a Europe and Asia is a pretty standard. Hey, this is one, two, three stars. Yeah. To the best of my knowledge. Yeah. Anyways. But I mean, the food scenes are so different. So, like, how do you. Yeah. It's got to be a hard job to be like, what is quality? How are we going to, you know, have a totally objective standard mm. rating of quality across the world? Because, yeah. like. When everything is so bloody subjective. What mm. makes a Parisian restaurant amazing is different from what makes an LA race, uh, restaurant amazing. You know, why, like, can't, why can't a diner have one Michigan star? You know? Yeah. Yes, yeah. uh, I'm I'm a five star chef. I don't know if I told you. <laughs> it's on my resume. It's on my resume. Yeah, so I got, when you get your red seal, you become a five star chef. I thought it was seven stars. Yeah, you just. I don't know. Anyways, first time you cooked rice for him. Yeah, was first time making his rice. Restaurant in New York. He showed me the process, basically, or uh, the, one of his employees showed me the process, and then he was watching me do it one of the first times I did it. And basically, um, you're moving for, for shari, for Japanese sushi rice. Um, you know, you cook it in one container, you mix it in another container, and you hold it in a different container, uh, all of which are specialized tools. But basically, you're moving rice from point A to point D. Um, and as I was moving the rice, you know, I took, like, I would say 99.8% of the rice out of one container and I put it into another. And there was, like, you know, like 30 grains of rice on this, uh, the batch is like a kilo of rice. So 30 grains is like nothing, right? Okay. Um, yeah. It's not like I left the Vitamix half full and put it in the yeah, and you're like, wash and machine. I just wanted the top half of this puree. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about like almost imperceivable amounts of rice. And he was like, don't, like, you can't waste that rice. That's like 20 grains of rice or 30 grains of rice. Like, if you think your job is hard, think about being a rice farmer. Have you ever been a rice farmer? I'm like, I've never been a rice farmer. He's like, yeah. Like, imagine if all you have is rice. Your whole, like, livelihood mm. is farming rice. Like, you would not be wasting that, those 30 grains of rice. You live in New York. You, you know, come into work here. You, you know, drink Starbucks coffee. Whoever farmed that rice, which is a hilarious thing from him, because, like, he wears, like... Uh, uh, Please tell me where Versace scarves. Yeah, he does. Okay. He does. He yeah, does. He loves, yeah, he loves, he loves Supreme. Little fucking yeah. cuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, it's my new favorite. But yeah, but that's like calling people cucks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a ridiculous statement for him to tell me, but it's also super true. And like, yeah, yeah like that's Fuck. that's serious. Like, you know, and do I want to meet this person? I kind of want to meet this person. I'm never. Gonna I think meet everybody this person, should meet him. He's but like, super funny. Yeah. You should read, if uh, if you want to really get a, a you know, I, I worked with him for a year, Matt's worked with him for, you know, he's, you've known him and you've heard stories about him and you've seen it firsthand. Uh, mm. The person who sums it up the best is Chris Nuttall-Smith, who wrote, uh, he was, you know, a food oh, writer, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He wrote an article about him in the, when he came to Toronto and he was opening Masaki Saito, his restaurant. Um... He sort of follows him. I think it's before the restaurant's actually open. And yeah. he writes this incredibly 
it, it just, it captures his essence so well. You should read it. I'll send it to you. Okay, yes, please. Um, I can't remember if it was BlogTO or what. Who does he write no, for? No, he has his own uh, set private uh, publication. Okay, it was now. there. So he followed him for like a week and just, you know. Oh, uh, just documented who, documented who he was. Uh, the opening of this restaurant, who he was, and it was so good. It, it just, <laughs> that's he, horrible. Because he's The week rec- before a yeah. restaurant opens, that's like the worst time to follow somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just so, so beautiful. Uh, oh my god! It, yeah, he just. I'm he, so excited to read this. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's it really it sums him up much better than than I will ever be able to Fuck. describe him to somebody. It's so good. Oh my god! Um, yeah. All this being said, this man is highly talented, and he does make very in terms yeah, of execution, which, which is like incredible. Which is half the side of like, yeah, they're crazy, but like. Do you want to deal with the crazy? Because the crazy yeah. produces this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Produces this fucking... And that's that's why they're crazy, is because they're so incredibly hard on themselves, and so strict, and so militant, and that's what has... That is exactly what has allowed them to, you know, mm-hmm. succeed and excel at what they do. They're so good at what they do because they're maniacs, and that's the only thing that's important to them in their life, is mm-hmm. that execution of that thing that they've devoted themselves to. So when they see somebody else who's not maniacally driven in that mm-hmm. way they're like well you're fucking lazy why are yeah. you so lazy they don't get it yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. well this person just has different priorities it's not like yeah, yeah very they value for, yeah but like in like north american cultures that that like totally the opposite. you can be individual and it's like mm-hmm. you go to yeah and like Japan effort doesn't matter you can china like, or stuff like that and they're like you better be fucking the sickest shit yeah yeah you better you better work your fucking ass to the bone and like you're gonna yeah. be the greatest because mm-hmm. you work the hardest. It's like Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's like a legit just different mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I'm oversimplifying it, but like yeah. it's definitely and, and <laughs> Matt, I think Matt's looking at me like, uh <laughs> I, there's Ooh. lessons there's lessons that both of us need to take from each other. Mm-hmm. So I you know, I, I don't think we should be looking at them and saying like, well they're you know The discipline that these that, that sushi chefs have, like high end sushi chefs have, is fucking so admirable. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like their knives are on point, their fish is on point, their rice is on point, shit's on point. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, there's obviously it's it enters the realm of being inhumane. And I think there's ways fair? of achieving that quality and, you know, giving the same experience to a diner without necessarily being so black and white about mm. how things have to be done and not just being a little bit more gentle with people. And mm. I think there's benefits. I think also, uh, like as somebody who's kind of seen both sides of, like I've worked in some really great Western kitchens, I've worked in some really great Japanese kitchens. And they're, all of them have so much, uh, so many of the Western kitchens I've worked in have a lot of similarities with each other. So many of the Japanese kitchens I've worked in have a lot of similarities. And um, yeah, there's huge problems with both. Like it's not that, I wouldn't say one is better than the other, but both of them have, both of them are held back in ways, they're holding themselves back. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, yeah. Obviously, saying that is a very, it's a it's a relatively blanket statement. But like, there's there there's the nuance that like, yeah, man, fuck. I think also one yeah. of the things that's cool is a lot of the ways in which Western kitchens are inadequate, insufficient, problematic, are done very well in Japanese kitchens, mm-hmm. and vice versa. A lot of the ways in which 
Japanese kitchens, Japanese kitchens are very robotic fall and, short. Yeah. yeah, Western kitchens have managed to uh, uh, avoid those problems or push past them or fix those problems. So I think you know, as the world gets more global, and you know, now chefs from Tokyo are coming over to New York and Toronto and working here, and we're like you and I, we're going and uh, uh, learning from from Japan. So uh, hopefully, through that globalization, we'll be able to iron out some of these kinks in the next few years. And by few, he means anywhere from 10 to 20. 20, yeah. Yeah. In the next couple decades. Yeah. Yeah, it takes time, right? But I mean, as your generation of cook becomes chefs in the next 10 years. Yeah. Which, like, they will be. Yeah. Like, that's that's where they can take that that knowledge of, like, insanity and humane treatment of staff. And if they want to, they can can try and find a synergy and they can try and try their version of like okay how do i be kind to my staff but also like they're it's yeah. it's i they're still I my think, employees so i think that like, relationship i can't just be fucking best friends with them yeah like it's not it's not like at, at least for my upbringing in kitchens it was like you'd go out out everyone would go out after and they'd fucking get drunk and it's like people don't do that anymore or maybe they do but like mm-hmm. people that don't that aren't focused on moving forward they don't do that anymore mm-hmm. yeah. like most places will even they don't even do staff beers anymore, and I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Like why? Why? Why should? Why should the end of the night be rewarded? Why are you so depressed with, after working your shift that you just fucking really that need you need a drink? Like, hey, maybe you should have like, like a staff meditation after. Yeah, we, I mean we that, that's that, like that. huh? We did that at Pearl Morrison. It's fucking. I think that's great. Yeah. I like. I would so much rather participate. Obviously now because they don't fucking drink, but like. Yeah. But it would be so much better for your mind yeah. and your nerves and your overall health if you did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like I'm I'm never gonna be an owner of a restaurant or a chef. I don't, I have no desire to own a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Unlike you guys who I don't have a desire to own a restaurant. Okay, maybe run one, Matt. Run one, yeah. You're definitely gonna have one. your own restaurant. We all know that. But like um, Matt's out here, okay? <laughs> Matt's Goes hard in the paint. Yeah. Um like, will that be, have, have you, like, is, is that something that, that goes for you where you're just like, well, I mean, I like a glass of wine after work, so obviously I'd give it to my staff. Or, like, maybe if there's only, like, five of you, you just split a bottle, and that's it, and then everybody goes home. Or is it going to be like a, hey, let's all do, like, some fucking stretches or something? Like, yeah. Like, I try to stretch before oh. service. Yeah, so that's a big thing for me. Uh, it helps. But actually, it's kind of interesting. Uh, me and John actually we're talking about this the other week is it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic that me and John have because we're friends first we were friends first mm-hmm. and lover second lover yeah business partners third <laughs> yeah. uh, lover second um, and then business partners and then now uh, with him coming into the restaurant and working uh, with me it's like this interesting dynamic because I think me and him have always been able to co-chefing yeah co-chefing um I yeah. kind of try obviously to let him st- have. It, obviously, his... it's still your space, but like, yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is what this is what happened. This the other stuff. the the other week is like I had there was a there was a moment where um, the kitchen was getting a little loosey goosey, and uh, yeah. I was just coming in there and like cracking jokes and yeah, playing. And it was ass. it was it was a it was a tough thing to do, right? Because I had to do. don't fucking touch his ass. Unless <laughs> you fucking ask me, okay? Anyways. Wow. <laughs> yes, daddy. So he uh, I had to. <laughs> 
I had to uh, give a little call out to John John because I was like, you know, I think we need to be a little bit more focused yeah. at yeah. work and, and just be more that. professional. Yeah. And John John being John John is super receptive and he was being like, mm. he's been great so far since. But it's like definitely a difficult thing to like bridge that gap. Like being a manager now, it's like, you know, here's one of my best friends coming into this kitchen, but he's also my business partner, but he's also my best friend, but he's also yeah. the chef of this menu. And then, so then we're joking around, but then when does that have to stop? And when yeah. do I have to make yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. this food is executed properly yeah. and that I'm still the boss? And so that, that this is yeah. people's yeah. reputations don't suffer and things yeah. of yeah. that nature, right? It's yeah. a yeah. tough tightrope to walk, but like, I think, For yeah, sure. it's For sure. just on that point of like drinking with staff or like stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. an interesting thing to... Well, I'm like, I can, I can vividly remember, <laughs> well, remember, but also not... You know, we, we'd finish services at Grace, we'd have two beers at the restaurant, and then we'd all run to the market and get shit-faced at Ronnie's, and then ride our bikes home, yeah. because we're fucking D-Gens, and somehow we didn't die, but... D-Gens. Um, D-Gen Collard. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. It's not a bad joke. It's a bad joke. I never had D-Gen before, so... Degenerate? Yeah. yeah. No, I, okay, you did short form. Okay, anyways. Um. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> And then also, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, on the oh, other... Like, don't, on the don't, others, let me just get okay. the last bit of that. But it's like, those weren't necessarily... Sure, they were fun, air quotes, mm. at the given time. But, like, was that progressing us as a unit? As a mm. staff unit? Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Probably would have been better. It's just an just excuse. It's like, oh, Sit down in the right? restaurant, do a stretch, and, like, talk about the menu or service or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, like you're saying, you did. A, I, I imagine that's something similar that we did at Pearl. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, like, it was like guys, stretching, and then also just like taking a like sitting down for staff meal together. You would breathe, and you'd like eat together, and like it would be this this communal thing instead yeah. of just like yeah, Dan was all Dan's get really big on that. Drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what, no, I was going to say also like a big thing is like we, you and me had that same kind of dynamic too because when I started working at Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were kind of the same and then like on the, around the same level and you were like a little bit ahead of me cause you're older. And then you made it to the sous chef and then I was like, okay, so he's like the sous chef now. But then it was like, I was super young and super green and it was mm-hmm. interesting dynamic. And then seeing you go to other restaurants and then, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. And especially at the time too, the only reason I was like the, cause I was the only person that was left from the original <laughs> staff and they were like, well, I guess you're kind of in charge. And I'm like, Talk, I'm like fucking 21. Yeah. Like, are we trusting my judgment right now? Because I don't even know <laughs> my own know judgment what I'm right doing. now. It's like, yeah. but it was true. I mean, like, even I'm sure that, like, I can't remember specifically, but I, I would imagine that, you know, during services and things like that, when I would have to be like barking at you, then you're like, why is he barking at me? Or like, why? And like, I'm like, well, I don't want to fucking talk to him like this. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's fucking doing and shit like that. But then it's like, it becomes this weird little mental thing. Yeah. And then you go to another place. Like, I went to Edgel's after that, and then you went to Ursa, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, so we're, we're just back to being nothing cooks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like, once you leave that little ecosystem that you were in mm-hmm. for so long, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a big wide world where I'm nothing. I remember one time specifically, you were like, okay, Matt, we're going to come in super early, and we're going to scrub the hoods. And oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Sounds good. He's like, okay, be here at 8 a.m. And I was like, I was like 19. No, I was... Oh yeah, I was 19. This was before my mom passed. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I remember I came in like, 
I, I just woke up way, like, like way, way too late, and yeah. you were friggin' pissed. You were just, like, so mad at me. Well, because by the time you right came in, so. I was up in the hoods yeah. and cleaning everything, and you just kind of came in and didn't say anything, mm-hmm. and you just fucking started cleaning, or you started prepping, because I think it was, like, relatively close to, like, your prep time, yeah. when you normally come in. Yeah. And you, like, cleaned something behind something, and then started prepping, and I was yeah. just like, fuck. <laughs> but, like, also, what, what in my head thought that it was okay and like i think next next week we're going to talk about this a little bit uh, like boundaries and stuff like that but like what in my head thought it was okay to ask somebody to just like drop whatever they were doing that morning and fucking you better be here no but like but you know what i mean like (laughs) let's let's say you were that's important but like that's also like a boundary thing where you're just like you have no right to like you know technically you have no right to fucking come at um uh, you know, you did to, to, to like ask people to pick up things on their way in. It's like, bitch, why isn't it just there? And like, yeah. obviously that's, it's a little tricky because you know, if a supplier fucks you on something, then you're like, okay, but we need this. Mm-hmm. And this person's yeah. coming in anyways, but it's like, there's a boundary thing there with like, I want to explore that a little more clearly hmm. next week. But like, yeah, the boundaries of kitchens are just fucking horrendous it's at like least, a family at least in, in all the, the worst ways and then you're just on your own when you actually need support yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. when you're like somebody help me and they're like yes. how about i don't yeah yeah you're like yeah uh, <laughs> and then you call your family and they're like we haven't talked to you in six months yeah like, what's when going you on in your world your and then you're like i don't know what's going on in my world broke. because i haven't talked to you in six months yeah also is your fucking fish down on your forum i've been just looking about. Just about it? Yeah, it's I think one fucking beautiful. We should take a picture and post that on the uh, yeah. Instagram. Matt okay. Matt Parker, Max Taylor, and his fucking fish. Well, let's um, talk about boundaries next time. Do we have any shout outs? Let's um, wrap it up. I mean, we shouted out a bunch of Yeah, we did. Like an hour 20. We've shouted out. Sushi Masaki Saito? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think they're doing takeout. Um, they're they? doing takeout. Yeah, Very expensive takeout. Who is that? The fucking the ferment company you were talking oh, about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 good. Good funk. Good funk with two U's. Good funk. Good. Uh, incredibly talented chef from all over, the, all over the world. Alyssa, who I met at um, uh, Maddie's Patties, uh, she's doing some work for them, and they're doing, like, incredibly cool fermented stuff. I don't know how much of it is actually being bottled yet, but um, hmm. they have some hot sauces right now. Uh let me some, just make sure. Like yeah. Some booches and stuff like that. Couple booches. I don't know. I think it's a lot of like uh, grain. It's, so they're distilling stuff. Um, oh, they are. So they're making like vinegars, hot sauces. They got carrot vinegar, hot sauce number one. Um, doing a lot of work with koji and grains, different, all sorts well, of different misos sick. and soy sauces, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it looks like they're just starting to blow up right now. So yeah, go follow, super, super exciting. Go follow them on Instagram. Just looking at the retailers here. Uh, they are. Oh yeah, Piquet used to carry their stuff. Oh really? Uh, Barbolo. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, but uh, super cool stuff. Get in touch with them. Figure out how you can buy their products. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, I will do. I'll do Shoshin. Yeah. Shoshin. Shout out to Shoshin, my previous uh, boss. Um, actually, me and John John got um. We might be doing a little Instagram live with them soon, um, uh, talking about fisheries and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, talking about like uh, Canadian fish and why 
Japanese fish and the differences between them. So shout out to Shoshin. They can do some amazing sushi. And take Turn those post away. notifications on for Shoshin. Yeah. yeah. Um, or are you guys going to do it through Affinity? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, okay. Like Shoshin restaurant with Affinity Instagram Live, I think. Okay, okay. So put uh, post notifications on for Affinity or Shoshin. Yeah. Uh, that's really rad. I... <laughs> I'm gonna shout out A and W. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be so funny. Shout out Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah, Jeff <Dude>. Bezos. <laughs> what a guy! Lovely guy. Fucking guy. Nike, just crushing it these days. <laughs> Way to go, slave labor. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna shout out um, Grand Cru Deli oh, Wine nice. Bar, uh, right down from across from Scotiabank uh, Theater. I took my wine course there. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Psalm Factory. I was. I uh, know somebody there, and I was. Uh, I was there the other day, and they actually like if you live in the downtown core and don't want to go all the way to fucking Cheese Boutique. Yeah. They have a solid amount of cheese from Cheese Boutique. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like and very tasty, very wow. good looking fucking cheeses. Wow. Anyways, um, obviously the wine part for me is like fuck off, but like. <laughs> Yeah. They've got, <laughs> but they've got, they've got some tasty shit there. Yeah. Um, and I was, uh, when I was there the other day, the chef was, uh, fiddling around with some like confit halibut or something like that. Cool. Was, you know, very 2010, but, um, <laughs> no, but big shout out to them. Yeah, they're, they're great. Uh, Fuck them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's all just ball busting. But, um. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you. Always we appreciate you. Come join appreciate us next you. time. Um, and bye everybody else we love you we love you bye hey guys thank you for listening as always if you have any comments or concerns please hit us up at meatballthoughts on instagram or email meatballthoughts at gmail.com we love you and appreciate your support bye for now